Caleb Grindstaff. Uh, he just played a little intro for us and on the guitar, but uh, we're back at you, and we got two special guests. I've already said one name. Uh, why don't y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves? What's up, man? I'm Caleb. And I'm Josh. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what song was that you played? Just a little something off the top of the head? Was that anything specific? Uh, that was Loser by The Grateful Dead. Sweet, sweet. So what you got going on currently, brother? Uh, not much. Uh, just getting back off the road. You know, been doing some music festivals. Uh, me and my buddy Josh were cooks for a tent called Asian Sensation. We make, you know, just Chinese food, what have you. But yeah, man. Been seeing some pretty sweet events. Oh, hell yeah, man. we seeing a lot of music, meeting a lot of cool people. But, uh, so, so exactly where was y'all? Y'all just said y'all came back. Where exactly did y'all come back from? Well, we just came back from Illinois, actually. Illinois. Uh, summer camp. Summer camp. Was that yeah. the concert or the festival it was called? Yeah. Summer camp. How many yeah. people do you think were there? Uh, Somewhere between twelve and 15,000. Damn. I mean, it... That's actually um, less people than we're used to. We usually work like 40, 50, 60,000 people, people. Really? Something like that. That's a lot of damn people. How many people were at Rockfest? 40,000. Uh, wow. Damn. So where are all states have you guys been? I mean, Well, um, past couple of weeks, we've been to Florida, Alabama, and Illinois, and, and every state in between, actually. <laughs> So um, I went to uh, Tennessee for Bonnaroo last year, and uh, after that we went to West Virginia for Resonance, and Ohio for Lost Lands, and uh, this year I've been to Florida twice for a couple of festivals, um, mm-hmm. like you said, Alabama, Illinois, um, next festival is Bonnaroo again in Tennessee, and uh after that, we go to Michigan and Pennsylvania. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Now, now, on these, do y'all, like, travel? How do y'all travel? Do they pay for your travel, and do y'all go down there, or do, like, you got to drive, or do you fly, or how, do, how does that work? No, we, uh, we drive ourselves, and, um, like, if we leave early or anything like that, the, uh, like, room and board is on us. We mm-hmm. have to pay for that ourselves. Um, we have to pay for gas ourselves, our food ourselves on the way. On the way. I'm sure you get to eat, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, when we're working, we mm. get food free for them. Mm. But, um, I mean, other than that, they don't really pay mm. for our food like that. Really? So it's just when you're working? Yeah. Okay. That ain't bad. I mean, personally, I probably eat, like, Two three hundred dollars worth of food in a weekend. <laughs> I, I mean, I can believe that. I can believe that. <laughs> At least that's what you know. they would charge for it. Well, I mean, you know, you think. I mean, actually, it's probably not even close to that much. But um, it's like on average seventeen eighteen dollars for a plate, you know. And I eat three pl- three plates a day at a four day festival. That's that's quite quite a bit. Yeah. Twelve plates in a weekend. Yeah. But it probably costs somewhere like, around two hundred bucks. Yeah, 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 Not somewhere around two hundred dollars. Yeah. Out of everything you guys serve, what would be your top pick on the menu if I had to ask your favorite uh, item? Easily for me, my uh, lo mein. Lo mein. Yeah, yeah, I'm a noodle guy myself. I am yeah. too. Now, now, I'm for sure that y'all. Now, how, like, how long have y'all been working? I know, Caleb. How, how, you said you've been working there for how long? Like uh, three weeks to a month, I think. Three weeks, and then yeah. I know he said you worked a little longer. And I've been working for him since uh, August of last year, actually. So almost Street. a full year. Yeah. Almost. Something like that. So, I mean, I'm sure y'all know how to cook then. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll have to whip you up some teriyaki chicken or some shit. Oh, nice. dude, for sure, dude. I love teriyaki chicken. But. Not Pretty good. So, like, oh, I, I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. Like, how how, how did you find this? How uh, you just got to know people, man. Just um, know people. It, it just so happened that uh, a guy I was working with at, um, you know, our local window factory, mm-hmm. he uh, actually worked for them, like, in the summertime or whatever. And mm-hmm. That factory was his, uh, like, off-season job. 
and he was telling me about it and I was like dude that just sounds like so much better of an atmosphere like you know yeah it's better than any factory you'll find yourself in you work in a factory and it's like fucking just lifeless and <laughs> yeah robotic and you're doing the same, same thing, thing over all day over every day it sucks the life out of you yeah yeah exactly yeah. you know I worked in that factory for three years and like at, you know, at a certain point, I was just like, I, I can't, I can't really take this anymore. So mm-hmm. I quit, and I hit him up, and I was like, Do you think you could give me a job, at working at like your next festival or something mm-hmm. like that? He's like, Yeah, we'll try you out. Um, I went on the road with him for three weeks. We were, um, like I said, Bonnaroo residents and Lost Lands. Yeah, and. Um, Honestly, when I first started, you know, I had never done a cooking job or anything like that. It was, um, it was, it was pretty rough at first, like trying to figure out how to get everything right. And yeah. Along with trying to get everything up to their standards, you know, because they run a pretty tight ship, mm-hmm. and they work at a very high pace. They expect a lot out of everybody. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, I understand. You know, you want your, you you start a business. You know, you want that to be you know at its best at all yeah, times for and, sure you know you you're not you're not gonna take any less mm-hmm. but you know it was pretty rough um after the season ended and i worked at ups for a few months um got another taste of the real world again or the outside world again yeah and um was like this shit kind of sucks <laughs> and uh, i mean once you're used to like i mean i'm sure i'm sure people that like festivals and everything they're a different breed like i mean i'm sure they are because i'm completely i'm sure like everybody's real happy like i mean you got to think when people go to festivals most of the time they take off for work yeah so they don't even have work on their mind like it's not they're just in there cutting up having a good good time time. trying to have a good time yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean working at a festival probably i mean would probably be really fun probably yeah no it's a it's a pretty good time you know um when I came back this season, um, mm-hmm. I was able to have like a different mindset about it because I was familiar with the atmosphere mm-hmm. and I was familiar with what they expected out of me. So I came back and you know it was it was just a whole lot easier. And now I've kind of like developed like this positive mindset about like the hard work itself, mm-hmm. so that you know like getting through the long hours or getting through the heat or anything like that. It's, pretty much a breeze now and you know I'm, now that I've gotten past that I can really just focus on like learning everything that I can about running a vendor or a food truck or a restaurant or something like that yeah we want to start and our own food truck man really yeah I'm selling like uh, tacos and burritos mm-hmm. and fries and nachos and that would, that would well, do, you, do y'all have a do y'all have like a name that y'all would call it or no we haven't come up with a yeah. name yet but, but this we do, is just an no. idea yeah everything's still in the works but mm-hmm. I am we do looking have somebody at, who would invest in it though. yeah mm-hmm. we have a buddy who wants to invest in it and come on to work as well mm-hmm. but um I've, I'm uh, in the works talking to a girl about a uh, food truck that she's trying to sell for $15,000 mm-hmm. so once I can get that and get all the licensing that I need I mean, be wide open, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Now, now, as far as food truck, would y'all be like trying to like sell like, like in towns, or would you try to only focus on like festivals, like, or concerts or something? Probably, probably mostly festivals and concerts. I mean, you know, they're so you would have to travel, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, that's where the money is, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you know, we can, you know, in off times or like times where we don't have a festival to work. Um, mm-hmm. We can easily, you know, set up like on a beach or something like that somewhere. And yeah. Sell food out of the truck. But dude, we but need to look into like the zoning laws and all that where you can sell yeah, food. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. That was going to be one and of I my mean, questions. And I mean, some yeah. and some states are different than other states, and towns are different than other like. Well, I know with business license they go by state, don't they? they? Yeah. So if you're going to travel mm-hmm. state to state, do you get a federal business license? How does that work to be able to travel to different places? I don't know. I'm sure certain states recognize other states' stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably just a whole lot of bureaucracy and hoops to jump through, but oh, it's probably sure. not too hard. No. Um, with as many states as uh, my boss, my bosses go to, mm-hmm. I'd say that they probably have to have some type of like uh, federal federal federal, federal licensing to where 
they can go to all these states. Cause, I mean, you know, they they go to like 15 different states in a really? season. You know, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you have to have something. That now, has, as far you know, as like scale, as far as like how that does, is that like only during the summer, or like is it during the winter? Or is it like just a se- I guess it's a seasonal thing. Well, I guess because you kept saying season, like during the season. Yeah. Okay, so that's just how my bosses do it. There are festivals and things like that during the season where you could, I mean, during the winter Mm -hmm. that you could set up at and sell food and stuff like that. But, I mean, honestly. Not many people. No. And at these bigger festivals during the warm months, um, there's just, you know, so much there's so much money to be made that like you know if you if you are able to make a pretty good chunk of that money mm-hmm. you don't have to work in the winter time i mean i get what you're saying you know, so you, you could literally you could probably work for what four maybe five months out of the year and then set back and do nothing pretty much just relax pretty much you definitely have to you definitely have to be conservative with your money though you know? yeah if you were making it and spending it during those seasonal months and then yeah, it comes the off-season and you don't have a good savings, you're really not going to want to take off work. So part of that, I yeah. guess, is is also... Self-control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, a decent financial stability. My uh, plan going in is to try to, like, reinvest almost everything that I make Yeah. for at least the first five years mm-hmm. straight back into the business and building it up and building the name mm-hmm. and... You know, gaining recognition. Yeah, for sure. You know. Now, now, I guess this is this is way this is back. This, we need to take it a little bit back farther because I mean I've done got I done got so many questions to ask. I mean, just as like far as like um uh, people like at these concerts, like I know Caleb said something about maybe Post Malone. Did y'all see Post Malone? I saw him. Caleb's all Post Malone. Josh had I work, heard. Uh, I heard Post Malone. You heard Post Malone. Yeah. I saw oh. them and Fall Out Boy mm-hmm. and Tame Impala at Hangout. There was a uh, this uh, this girl named Halsey there. Um, I'm not really familiar with the music, but um, her uh, her her production team did pretty good. It sounded pretty well. Mm-hmm. It sounded pretty good, I'll say. So I guess um, as far as like y'all don't. I mean, I guess you get, don't get very much time to. You gotta work mostly. If you gotta work, then you gotta work. You don't get yeah. much time to go out and watch the. But I will say, um, the music. Or they are flexible enough to be able to like send your breaks around mm-hmm. certain sets if you want to see a certain person. Like they let this, you see the motet. Yeah, they let me see the motet. They were um, good as fuck. They were really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, anybody out there likes really good, like funky music, you should look up the motet. The Motet. The Motet. Okay. Um, Floozies are good, too. Next weekend, um, I'll be at Bonnaroo, and Billy Strings will be playing there. And oh, I really, really, nice. really, really, oh, nice. I really, really, really want to go and see that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, uh, honestly, honestly, um, I'm honestly at the point where, um, I'm going to see Billy Strings regardless of whether my break lines up with it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just being one of those rams. I gotta go use the bathroom. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Have y'all seen any country music artists yet? You said you've done a couple places in Tennessee, stuff like that. Have you come across any country artists? Not real country, but a lot of bluegrass. A lot okay. of bluegrass. Yeah. That's what I was gonna. Sweet. That's my next bluegrass like folk music. On, uh, yeah. On most of these concerts or festivals, what kind of music is playing? Like. Is it mostly like pop? Like it's a, little a bit mix. Of it, it's of a mix everything. of a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, just a mix of everything. Um, pretty much every genre is there. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite are the uh, like the bluegrass bands, mm-hmm. the, uh, the folk, here. and the jam bands. Um, and then like you know the ones mixed with like fo- funk and electronic and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. It's all it's all pretty good stuff. Um, pretty good. At uh, summer camp, I was able to see. Um, an artist or DJ named uh, Dirt Monkey. Dirt Monkey, I've never uh, heard of it. Dude, it's it's um, what is it like? It's EDM. It's like electronic style. It's almost like, like dubstep kind of. Yeah, yeah, in that realm. Yeah. But it's it's uh, it it was crazy. His production was fucking amazing. Is uh, the um, 
the visuals that he had mm-hmm. were fucking insane. So visual, not even far yeah. as like music. You talking about like lights and stuff like that? Like they that, have a giant screen behind the DJ. Yeah, that and uh, shows they, just trippy shit the whole time. Yeah, really. Yeah, actually, they I have, have a, lasers and fog. Like the way the lasers cut through the fog machine, mm-hmm. it makes like this holographic like. I don't know. You'd have to be there to see it. But yeah. No, awesome. actually, I have a video of it that I can show to him. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. that's all. That's nice. Um, so like, and then I guess as far as like as he festivals, what kind of people are there? Are they like, like, oh, that is dope. Look at that. Yeah, it was a yeah, it, it awesome. was a really that's cool awesome. set to see, honestly. Um, now, now as far as like people, like, I mean. Are you gonna get like more like high class, middle class? You'll get all sorts of people. All kinds man. of people, man. All You'll kinds. get people who just spent their whole paycheck to show up. You'll get private chefs mm-hmm. who Dude. work three days out of the month. You'll go some. You'll go to some other like, uh, like most hippie filled festivals that you can find, mm-hmm. and find straight up doctors. Yeah, yeah really. Like at um, resonate. I met this private chef. He camped with us. His mm-hmm. name was... Well, I'm not going to say his name, but... It was a very interesting name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I told him it was my birthday, and he gave me, like, a couple pre-rolls and this dope-ass holographic poster. Really? Yeah. It was, it was like a $120 poster. It wasn't that much. I don't know how much it was, actually. But it was pretty expensive there, uh, if I'm going to be honest. Yes. But there are some people with money there. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So like, but I mean, you said camp. Like, what do you mean? Like, like they're like a whole campsite that you camp on? Or? Yeah, most of the time when we, you know, go to work and stuff, that sometimes they'll get us an Airbnb or something like that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time we're just camping out in the woods with everybody else. It, it really depends on like the location of the venue mm-hmm. for the festival. Like in Memphis. For uh, Beale Street Music Festival, we stayed in a uh, hotel the entire time. Yeah. Um, but for Resonate last year, we camped outside the entire time. For um, Bonnaroo, we'll be camping outside. I, for I, I, um, Resonate this year, we yeah. uh, we camped outside. I just got to ask the one main question. I know it's real hot, and you're sweating, and you're over fire. Where do you take a shower? They have showers on the venue. Um, yeah, but those can be very hard to access sometimes. Yeah, so, you know, um, a lot of times, like early in the morning, there's like severely long lines. Like mm-hmm. there's probably like sixty people in the line. Like it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But I found that I've really been able to catch all of my showers like um, kind of like seven eight p.m. Mm-hmm. or like really really late after I get off. Yeah. Um, but um. At most of the festivals I've been to, I've been able to like get a hot shower, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it works out. Yeah. Always wear shoes in the shower. Oh, yeah, for I was gonna sure. say, sounds oh, like yeah. a good place to get yeah. athletes' yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I wear sandals in every single one. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of hours of operation, what's a day for you guys look like? Say the festival starts Friday, you guys get down there Thursday. What time are you going to work Friday? Is it morning, evening? What's your Actually, no. If the festival started on Friday, we would get down there on Wednesday to oh, wow. set up the tent. Oh, wow. And, and uh, uh, put out all the grills too. and all the fryers and all the rice cookers and the tables. Yeah. Steam table. Okay. Um, second day... We would uh, prep everything, cut the chicken, um, cut all the like the vegetables and the cabbage and all that shit. And um, then third day we would start, you know, cooking. Third day would be Friday when yeah. the music starts, and we would a lot of times music starts somewhere between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Uh-huh. around there, like for can go um, anywhere till five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, anywhere from five o'clock in the morning. But really, um, so it can go from like. 1 8 1 p.m. yeah for more than 12 hours and going all the way up to 5 in the morning yeah but some of them you know they'll start at like 12 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. and they'll end at like fucking like midnight Three. no like midnight and, yeah. or like 11 p.m. like um some of them aren't so bad mm-hmm. but this festival that we just went to summer camp it was like from for me personally it was 1 p.m. To 4 a.m. every single day, and wow. it was 
So what'd you do? Just clean? I mean, that, that coming? No, is that you know, your, one of your busiest serve. times? No, mm. see, like this is how it goes. Serving for me the whole time. For me, it's constantly like rice, chicken, um, spring rolls, uh, dumplings, vegetables, noodles, rice. So would chicken, you call yourself more a cook? Yeah, yeah, cook. and like in between when I'm not cooking anything, I'll be wiping down all the tables okay. and everything. And um, every now and then, I would uh, cook like the teriyaki chicken and the Korean spicy chicken as well. Yeah. Um, you know, to help Caleb out because he was still kind of fresh in the game. A little bit, but I was doing really well. They they left me alone to work. Yeah. And a, a big part of it is is um, if they're not on your back and uh, saying something about everything you do most of the time, then you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, they, um, they let me do my thing. When I first started there, oh man, I, I didn't have a second to myself. Really? No, they 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 were on every single thing that I did. I had, like I said, I had no experience in the yeah. kitchen, so you know I did quite a bit of shit wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll like they, literally stand over your shoulder. Yeah, and, yeah, they told me about it. No, you should do it like this, or no, um, you got to do that, or, you know. And it, it was pretty stressful there for a while, but um, I'd say now that I got it down, it's it's a pretty chill job. Mm-hmm. You know, long ass hours, but yeah. So what are you saying? What the long like? Nine, ten, it may even twelve. Long no, like twelve, sometimes fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Oh, that's mm-hmm. some long ass hours. Yeah, man. But I mean, you know, we get hour long breaks, and like for the fourteen hour days, fifteen hour days, sixteen hour days, we'll get three or four breaks. Yeah. So you get three or four hours out of that. Yeah, and sometimes so really working full twelve hours, but you're getting like three hour breaks. Yeah. I mean, for the ones that last till four a.m., they'll. Every now and then, in, like throughout the day, they'll give us like two hour breaks, like so we can go like take a nap or mm-hmm. take a shower or like whatever we need to do. Not any bad. Yeah, I mean you know, it, we could be mining sulfur in yeah. fucking yeah. Argentina or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah that's so true. True. working in a sweatshop in China. Yeah, yeah dude. Something yeah, crazy you know, like that. Sure. The, there are very many worse things. That, you well, know, I, I mean, do. even would you consider it a bad job, or do you? No, do you, no. I no. I get to cook. I get to listen to music. Like, yeah. I, so you, I don't you get. En- I don't enjoy. Get to see, you yeah, enjoy. I don't get to see all of the sets that I want to see, but you know, like, I I, I just kind of feel like that's something I have to endure for now yeah. until I get set up myself. Yeah. You know, You're essentially just being paid to work at a music fest or yeah. be at a music festival. Like, nothing better than that, if you ask me. That, yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Like, that's very cool. But now, now go back. I'm sorry, we'll just jump in. But um, go back to this food truck. I mean, that's kind of a great idea. I, I mean, honestly, if y- if y'all can do it, I I would do it. Like yeah. for sure, dude. It's it it would be so much easier than having to pull all the equipment out of a trailer and set it up and set is up that a what, tent. I guess that's what y'all do now. Yeah, is y'all yeah. Yeah. trailer. We set up a twenty it. foot it's by a twenty foot tent. And haul everything out of the trailer. It's uh, two it fryers, um, three grills. One of the grills is like two and one. Mm-hmm. No, but it's, it's, it's four grills. They they got the last grill fixed. Well, yeah, but um, the uh, the one on wheels has uh, two of the small grills on it. Yeah, it's like a double grill. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, that shit is heavy as fuck. Oh, well, I bet it is, dude. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and you have to wheel it probably through grass or gravel, sand. grass, mud, sand. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's a pain. Yeah. Um, when you're carrying the grills that aren't on wheels, mm-hmm. there's there's one of them that's a full like flat top, four feet across. It's mm-hmm. like fucking 350 pounds. That that motherfucker is heavy and it like cuts into your fingers while yeah. you're carrying it. That shit sucks. A food truck is just. But I guess so much my, easier. I guess my my question is like. How much stuff do y'all go through at a music festival? I mean, would a food truck be able to have that much? I know, because you ain't going to have but so no, much capacity see, for, I, like, a refrigerator or a freezer. I See, that's why I thought about going small time until I got the money to get a trailer and some freezers. Mm-hmm, and yeah. once I can get a trailer and some freezers, then I can start going to the bigger festivals and um, concerts and shit like that. Because yeah. then I'll be able to supply that capacity of, crowd, yeah. of a crowd. Yeah. You know, um, it 
I, I'm not gonna try to serve more than I can store, you know, because I don't want to, you know, make yeah. people sick and shit like that. Yeah. At summer camp, I think they just rented a whole like tractor trailer freezer truck and just have all their stuff in there. I mean, on just on average, how much do y'all think y'all just y'all go through at a festival? I mean, food wise, I I did like 400 pounds of chicken in a couple days. Yeah. Good um, God. That's a lot of food. Yeah, I'd well, say probably fucking we go through maybe a thousand pounds of rice. That's a lot of rice. Yeah, easily. Cool. I mean, actually, may, maybe even double that at some festivals. That's a lot. But you also said how many, you said what, your normal festival is probably about 30,000, 40,000 people. Mm-hmm. Something, so, something and then like how that. many vendors do you think there are there? And not, I mean, not including yourself. Like 20 at the big ones, probably. Yeah. 20, 30, 40 maybe, max. Mm-hmm. And that, I, guess, I'm a, I guess I'm assuming that they're all different ty- yeah. uh, different types of food. Like well, y'all are Korean. It, yeah, or? Not all of them are food. Some of them are merchandise mm-hmm. and um, things like that. Some of them are like advertising their business. Like there was a U.S. cellular thing mm-hmm. right next to us at summer camp that had like a free phone charging charging station they're selling yeah. burner phones yeah um they were really just there to advertise their business you know yeah. um but you know it's uh it's pr- it's pretty diverse there's there's all kinds of shit there um would you say there's a lot of drugs at these events oh <laughs> dude yeah i couldn't even i i couldn't even begin to come up with a number like an estimate of like weight for like the amount of this or that yeah (laughs) like there are people that that oh i'm sorry go ahead uh, there are people that will walk through your camp with just you know little bags fanny packs be like hey i got coke i got ketamine what do you need what do you yeah you know just fuck off man i was uh (laughs) walking up to my camp on the very last day it was after all the music had ended and everything like that Mm -hmm. And um, I was getting ready to break down my tent and all that, and I had this girl come up to me, like she looked like she had been partying a, for a, a couple tw- a of tweaker. days, like a tweaker. Oh, you wouldn't say a tweaker, just not a not exactly, not exactly <laughs> tweaker, but she had been up for a couple of days. Yeah, um, yeah, on the blow. Yeah, the nose candy. And she came up to me and she was like, "Do you know where I can get some white?" And she was like, "Fucking straight face, dead serious, like." Not even a wiggle in her eye. And you didn't even like, know this lady. No, no, never seen strangers. her before in my life. And uh, like, you know, I, I was kind of taken aback by for a second, you know, because yeah. I, I, I don't really do that stuff myself. But yeah, yeah man, you, you got to stay away from that type of stuff in, um, in, in general. Facts. You never asked, really know what they're trying to sell you there. Yeah, I asked her to repeat what she said, and she was like, "Do you know where I can get some white?" And like, cocked her head to the side, and I was like, "Uh, no." <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I don't know. Uh, no, damn, that's crazy. They even think about. Yeah, you really got to stay away from those people. But at I mean, they'll steal from you. And oh, I'm sure. Some of them. Some of them are also really, really good people. That, that, will, that is you know, true. if they found your stuff in the middle of the venue, they would probably bring it back to you. Yeah, you know, um, it. You, 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 you really just have to pay attention to people's mannerisms and um, like the things they say and the things they do and how they are towards other people, and, you know. Because a lot of the people there are like some of the most loving people you'll ever meet. Like, yeah. Just care about everyone they meet. You know, mm-hmm. you could stumble into their campsite needing water and like a meal, and they just give it, it up for you yeah. and just hey for free. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, now, don't, but don't they have? Secu- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still back on the drug thing. Don't they have security there at these things? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's kinda. not like going to an airport dealing no. with like TSA. No, Some of them just don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, see. So they're basically, I guess, looking for like weapons of some sort. Weapons like guns, and bombs. Another, another, yeah, glass, glass bottles and like outside alcohol because they want to make money off of their yeah. alcohol. Yeah, okay. you know. yeah. Makes sense. Makes you know. sense. Why, but why, like, why glass bottles? You drop I mean, a glass bottle yeah, and yeah, you've got 80,000 people dancing around. Somebody's going yeah, to Yeah, see, there's, you know, probably like 85% of them are barefoot. Right. You know, a lot yeah. of people are going to get hurt with that shit if, yeah. you know, you can bust a glass bottle or you can bust it and, hurt, like, use it as a knife to hurt somebody. Yeah. Very true. 
So the, I assume they're selling all cans if I was to yeah. go buy yeah. beer. Yeah. 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 And glass bottles are really good for throwing at people on stage. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing as well. There's some... Do they some, recycle cans? Like if I were oh, to yeah. buy beers, you got a recycle bin to throw them yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're making yeah, money yeah. off of that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. It's just a money fest. That is really what it is. Nice. A, lot, a lot of it is just trying to suck every penny they can. Well, Now, I, I heard that... Um, Blue Ridge Rock Fest last year made uh, like a couple million dollars in like a night, couple nights. Yeah, but that was a shit show festival. Like, pe- a lot of people got screwed there. Really, as far yeah, as and like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they got offsite camping, and were told that there would be shuttles like twenty four seven in the venue. You know, then uh, those the shuttles case. just didn't come. Yeah. So they had to walk like three or four miles to the fucking the, venue. Uh, I'm pretty oh, sure wow. the fucking like the um porta potties hadn't been like pre-cleaned before either they, like cleaned out yeah Ooh. yeah they were a disaster and, um, yeah and along with that it was just like they didn't have a uh tr- usually at festivals when it's like really dry and really dusty and yeah. there's like a whole bunch of dirt blowing around in the wind and shit like that they have a truck come through spraying water, water on, on the, the ground, ground yeah they didn't have that no man i got like and, a flu from the fucking yeah, dust. Yeah, I got like a fucking like sinus infection from it. Wow. The festival flu, man. It's yeah. real. <laughs> so what's an average festival ticket cost? Uh, well, uh, it can range anywhere from a hundred bucks to like three hundred, four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the festival you go to. Right. right. Honestly. You ever been to Floyd Fest yourself? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Floyd is, Fest is, is it worth time. going? It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a pretty good festival. It's a pretty good vibe. There's. Usually pretty good people there. Kind of a hidden. Briar's festival, been trying yeah. to convince me to just choke out the hundred bucks and go for a day and just do it. Dude. Sounds like I need to do it. No, what yeah. you should do is you should volunteer. That's Dude, the third that's person, person that's told us that. Volunteer to set up, and you'll get the whole weekend for free. Yeah, but see, I don't see. I've never been myself, so I exactly don't know how it works. So like, if I volunteer. See, because we we got a we're going to a Hank concert too. Huh? The twenty eighth. Really? So it's like right in the middle of it. So if you volunteer, can you? I guess yeah, you're you volunteering. You could, you could you could probably leave and then come back. Yeah, I you think know. you have to just work like two or three shifts and that's it. Yeah. See, what I did was I set up. I I came out like um, a weekend before the festival and I helped set up like all the tents and all that shit. Now, where exactly the would stages. you even volunteer at? Like, where would you go? To where do you volunteer? go to apply um, for that? Websites. Websites. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. You could probably find like a Floyd Fest Facebook page and t- um, talk to somebody them. about that. Um, honestly, I got on through a one friend. of my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, personally, um, I was supposed to be in contact with actually one of like the managers of the festival, but mm-hmm. um, I gave her my email and she never Responded. reached back out to me. So I, I, I would give that to you if I had it, but. Yeah, you just don't have it. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I think I may have to make that trip. Yeah, man, it's oh, totally sure. worth it's it. Good I don't time, think dude. I've ever seen anything quite like if that. You, if you like bluegrass, love funk. bluegrass. If you like bluegrass and funk and a little bit of electronic, yeah, like a late night dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'll you have I'd, a good time. I can take the people. I feel like the people hey, will be eat nice. eat you a couple of fucking like caps and stems. You're gonna have an awesome fucking You're time. You're gonna have an awesome time. You're gonna have yeah. an awesome fucking time, dude. Oh, bad. Now, now, I guess as far as like people that y'all see, I mean, I'm sure y'all have some crazy stories to tell. One time, uh, <laughs> I'll jump right into it. I love at, it. At uh, Resonance last year, there was this guy. He was fucking. He was on like a concoction of drugs but um i figured there was probably like lsd and coke in there somewhere he he was going on for like 15 or 20 minutes talking about multiple minds multiple bodies and fucking like he'd be like multiple minds multiple minds multiple minds multiple bodies multiple bodies multiple bodies and it go like oh dude it was kind of freaky it had me a little sketched out there for a little bit um then he started screaming babies i love all the babies and oh, then that's good, creepy. he yeah, just fucking Barry. um after like 45 minutes of this shit he just disappeared really and i have no idea what happened to him but um so that's i mean i mean this man was literally like what like 15 20 feet away from you screaming yeah, dude. for 45 yeah. minutes yeah, and nobody no, did anything no they, they just like you know 
waited, waited it out. The best thing you can do is let him be. Yeah, because you know, yeah. he, he, if you went up on him, he might have freaked he out and hurt you or something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So just let him do his thing, and then he disappeared. And hopefully, he woke up the next morning all right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Dude, at summer camp, there was this guy I saw who's like rolling in the mud, and like absolutely covered, and um. I saw him get up and sit down at a chess table, and he he was, like, trying to get people to play chess with him. <laughs> really? Just, yeah, just weird stuff like that. Um, I bet there's some unique people at some of them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, you'll, I mean, there, there's people everywhere with, like, you know, mm-hmm. dreadlocks. I'm, I'm kind of new to seeing all of that. It's... Oh, I'm not a big. Um, I mean, I like. But don't like, get me wrong. They'll have like. If you can pull them off. Yeah. Go for them, but I, I don't think I could. No, dude. Like this. I don't want yeah, to. You'll I see had people. They've been growing them since the '80s, and he had yeah. it wrapped around his arm, like and carrying dude. it like a cat. Yeah, dude. It, like if he would have let it free, it would have went down to his feet and just rolled up. Like, and like wow. dragged across the yeah, ground. Yeah, probably like fucking four, five feet behind him. Then you get wow. the be- people with the beaver tails, like just one big ass dreadlock in the mm-hmm. back. Yeah. yeah. But some of them have like, like a bunch of like colors and shit mm-hmm. in their dreadlocks, and it looks pretty cool, honestly. Like, you gotta respect the time they put into it. Yeah, yeah. 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 As long as you know they take care of it. Some of them, yeah, don't take care of their dreadlocks. And it, do you say have you ever got a whiff of any? I never have, but I hear they don't wash them. Uh, I don't um, know, man. I'm not really sure about that. You know, I mean, I'm I've not, always heard not you going around smelling you people's get a dreadlocks. Whiff of yeah. a lot of stuff <laughs> <from customers. laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it, I didn't it, it's a music that. festival. We're all fucking hot really and sweaty. Folks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably just a common smell in the air. I mean, honestly, the thing I smell more than anything is just it's weed. A weed, weed, okay. Yeah, weed, yeah, yeah, weed and, and food, weed, chicken. food, and yeah. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so, how far, like, if you, if you know, you guys get there and the stage is over here, how far approximately are you set up from the stage when Dude, you're working the venue? At Lost Lands last year, we were like fucking 50 yards from the stage. Really? <laughs> in it. So, like, I mean, that that we particular one, y'all probably saw the whole concert. Yeah, everything. everything on the main stage. It was, uh, awesome. some of it was pretty good. Some of it was just a repeat <laughs> of bigger artist shit. Um, but... Yeah, we saw and heard every fucking thing. It was, uh, as far as it goes for me, it was like only like the third festival that I'd worked, so it was a fucking nightmare. Because, yeah. you know, it was packed from morning to night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, like I said before, I had no experience with that shit. And fucking, no, no. I was dying. I guess I should ask, like, on a normal festival, what time do they open? Like, if you said they opened at, what, 10, 12, somewhere? Like somewhere between, you know, 10 and now, 1. Now, what exactly time do they start? playing let's say music or whatever they're playing well we usually open the vendor or open the booth up to customers like as soon as it opens as soon as music starts playing oh um, as soon as music starts playing. actually sometimes we'll open up a little bit early and like serve to staff and shit like I, that. I figured yeah like, you got to pre-cook everything yeah yeah but we, I, we usually show up two hours before music starts mm-hmm. And start cooking yeah. and everything. Yeah, I figured like what would happen is like I'd be really really busy like before the music and then everybody's like maybe watching the music. But is that not happening? No, happen? it's just like constant flow. Uh, Even a lot, when the music lot of play. a lot of times it's just constant flow whether there's music going or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it but it also depends on the festival and the size. Mm-hmm. Uh, like resonance last year, um, whenever there was music playing, it was kind of slower. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the music stopped, everybody was like going to another stage, and they'd see our booth, and they fucking yeah. So exactly, I mean, get packed. I guess the bigger festivals they don't have just one stage; they probably have multiple or yeah, they they'll have like four or five stages. Yeah, yeah. Most most festivals have like three to six stages Mm -hmm. with people playing on each one. Or most of the ones we work, anyways. Uh, I guess like smaller festivals probably only have like one or two, (laughs) but. Oh, that's that's interesting. I did not know that. I figured there would be one stage and like, nah. Dude, that, I mean, along with the stages, you know, they also have like artists and DJs and shit set up in like like tents and shit like that. And like, you know, the light shows and those are fucking crazy. Dude, no. At summer camp, they had uh, people that would let you make your own glass pendant. Like, they were showing people how to glass blow and stuff. It was really cool. Shit, that is nice. I didn't even see that myself. 
It was in the Soul Shine tent with the bar and. I mean, that just goes to show you how how big these things actually are. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Dude, there's all yeah. kinds of art. There's all kinds of like different pendants and mm-hmm. pins and knickknacks that you can buy from all kinds of people. Dude, there's it's just like a really good vibe, and there's all kinds of like artistic people there mm-hmm. trying to sell the craft. Yeah, man. You know? I mean, that's a good place to get out there and like try to Dude, sell stuff. There's some there's people. So much money in festivals. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Continue. There are some people that'll just buy their ticket and bring in a whole bunch of merch from other festivals and like little pins and stuff. And resell it. Yeah, yeah. and just sell so, it from their yeah. camp. Or like, there's people who will set up grills in their camp and sell food. Like there was hot dogs a, and hamburgers and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was Damn. this one um, merch tent last year at one of the festivals I went to. That had these hemp hats that they definitely bought off of Amazon for like 15, 20 bucks. And they were selling for like 60 and 80 bucks. Wow. And like, you think they were selling them? Oh, they yeah. were selling them. They were selling them. Like, really? In like a legit like tent, like too. Tent. I know, but I mean, like, actually, physically, do you think people were buying them? They were, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I almost bought one myself. <laughs> Until <laughs> like you hopped on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hopped on Amazon and saw them for like 20 bucks, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. So when it comes to getting the food, I know, like, I have some family that own a restaurant, um, and, like, we have a food delivery two or three times a week there. How does that go for you guys? Because you're not in a location for somebody to deliver you food. Where uh, are you getting it from? And they have it all set up. They have, like, convoy trucks that come in. Yeah. So uh, you pretty, pretty much so they still put day. in an order. Like, yeah. yeah. Usually okay. at most festivals, we'll um, go to the food truck every single, like, morning and uh, restock our supplies and all that shit. It's all, like, refrigerated and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so like a but, big tractor trailer whips in and y'all yeah. go get your stuff. But at uh, like the festivals in like the cities and shit like that, we'll go to like a fucking like Sam's Club or a okay. restaurant depot or something like that to restock our supplies if we need to. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you ever completely ran out of food oh, yeah. in a night? Uh, Nothing left to serve. Yeah, we uh, we did actually at Hangout Festival and um, Summer Camp. Um, Hangout, we ran out of... Uh, this teriyaki chicken. The teriyaki I got chicken. Finished and that, cooking um, everything. I was like, "All right, I'll have a night off." I'm pretty sure no. summer camp one night or two nights we uh, ran out of the noodles. Um, all right, this is just y'all are gonna have to cook for me sometime. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we'll y'all. set that up. We'll yeah, set man, that up. So what's sure. going on tomorrow evening? You don't have to go into too much of detail, but you texted me something this morning about Friday. Your uh, place. Oh yeah, man. I might do a little something. I never got to. <laughs> like have a formal 21st like mm-hmm. I was in Panama City on my 21st birthday not a bad place but to be <laughs> the thing is I left my ID in Virginia uh, so, oh yeah, snap. yeah so you were literally on like a thing and couldn't buy yeah, beer yeah, yeah they, they, they weren't selling shit to them yeah. damn wow that sucks that does suck Josh left his too yeah actually yeah and I'm uh, fucking I'm 22 like yeah you know I've been buying alcohol for a while yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't get shit damn. which I mean it's not really a big thing but Mm. Definitely kind of sucked. I bet. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah I know. You could. We were at the beach. You know, we were trying to relax and have a good have time. A good time and have a couple of beers. You know, I mean, but I mean, it's all good. I'm. Yeah, for sure. I still had a good time. What's the average number of customers you see in a night? Them just your average festival per night. Hundreds of people. I uh, know. Thousands. 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 Dude. You it's, think so? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, at like the big. At the, okay. Well. Say Lost Lands, for instance, we easily serve fucking two thousand people in a day. Maybe even five thousand. Easily, a lot of revenue. It's hard to really count because sometimes the line just disappears back into the crowd. Oh yeah, especially when you're working like a dog, you ain't really got time to sit there and be like, "What are we doing?" You're just doing it. Yeah, Yeah. doing it. Now, as far as like setting up, you said like, I mean, y'all cook like by. Y'all don't cook by order. I guess you make it by order, but do y'all cook it in, like, big batches and put it, like, on a steam table? Yeah. Big batches. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. Um, and then pick it out of the steam table. Yeah. Uh, steam table keeps it... I'm not really sure what temperature, but it's, you know, it's pretty warm. Yeah, pretty warm to keep it, like, same temperature it was when it came out of the yeah. wok or the rice cooker or the off the grill. Mm-hmm. And the line is always long, so it never really sits there, you know? Yeah. It's always getting rotated out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the longest... A whole batch of noodles will sit. It's probably 15 minutes. Yeah. For 15 a batch? Minutes. 15 minutes and, and I'll be making another batch out. of noodles. Yeah. Wow. 
And how many? How how big is a batch of noodles? I guess I'm asking. Probably a full pan. Shit, like, the, well, the woks yeah. are about this big around. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking maybe and like I probably two fill feet. Up, I probably fill up about half of the wok with uh, noodles. Feet. Yeah, two feet in diameter, some somewhere about there, mm-hmm. um, full of noodles. And you gotta reach the spatula and the spoon up underneath the noodles to get and, the broth and turn them and flip the middle. You, well, shit, I did. You gotta flip the middle. Yeah. And uh, like pour the sauce over top of them. Mm-hmm. And keep that going, and every now and then, like the um, onions and the um, cabbage and the um, carrots Fall will off. like get stuck on the side. So you gotta swoop around with the spatula and yeah. pull that Bring back in the middle down. and do it again. Flip, awesome. cook it all in. And I mean, is this like a big enough walk? You think you could like, you know, like have you ever seen like on TV shows where they grab that thing and they just like shake it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, could you possibly do probably. that? Probably, probably. I don't. I don't have uh, the don't strength or the skill to do anything like <laughs> that yet. But um, yeah, yeah. Probably, you could probably do something like that because it's got pretty like high sides. Yeah, because I mean, a walk, walk like kind of tapers in, like a bowl. Almost. Exactly, exactly. That's good stuff. Man. Man, good yeah, stuff. man. The grills I work are like two foot by four foot. Well, that's one of them. The others are pretty square, like two foot mm-hmm. by two foot. But um. You start off by loading it all with raw chicken, mm-hmm. and they all cook at different times, so you got to really time when you flip it, when it's done. But uh, we'll pre-cook a bunch of chicken before everything starts, mm-hmm. and then um, after it's pre-cooked, you got to chop it all up. Then we throw it on another grill, let it continue cooking and finish cooking. Then you add the teriyaki sauce and wait for the sugar in the sauce to start like caramelizing. Caramelizing. But mm-hmm. you got to. You gotta time it right or it'll burn real quick mm-hmm. and um there you just put a little extra sauce on it take it up to the steam table yeah uh, caleb's teriyaki chicken has gotten pretty killer hell yeah really well you're gonna have to I, even if i buy all the supplies one evening i may just get you to whip it up <laughs> I yeah, honestly <laughs> And if you cook the chicken, I want you to cook the noodles. I was going to say, I'll even bring some noodles, man. Yeah. We'll get down. Easy we'll get beat, down. Dude. We can definitely get all of that shit at Sam's Club in Roanoke, man. Sweet. Oh, I'm sweet. I'm down. Do y'all do any beef and broccoli? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, not. we don't cook any of the beef, but we do cook a whole lot of broccoli. And beef probably wouldn't be very hard to fucking Fix transfer up. to. So I guess this is more like a Korean versus like a Chinese thing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, the... I've got uh, two bosses there in their 60s that are the owners and the like founders of the, the mm-hmm. business. Um, the husband was in the uh, Korean army. Really? Back in like the uh, 70s and no, 80s. Now, what did like he that. do in the Korean army? I'm not really sure about that. I haven't asked him about that. And he was also, a chef, wasn't he? he was a chef. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, he was, a, he was a chef in the Korean Army. Oh, He's so kind of um, taken those practices and implemented and, and them flipped. into yeah. really? um, so, so this man literally cooked for the Korean Army. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. And uh, his wife is Chinese. Um, her family owns like a bunch of like hospitals or some shit like that in China. Wow. They're, so they're, they're pretty well to do. Yeah, um, pretty wealthy, man. Supposedly, from what I hear, she started, like, this business because, like, her family, like, didn't accept her because she didn't have, like, the kind of money that they had and she didn't take the path that they took. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, they didn't contact her until she became, like, successful, like, in yeah. her uh, business and shit like that. And um, Damn. But, yeah, it's, like, a mix mixture between, like, Chinese food. We got, like, uh, sweet and sour chicken mm-hmm. and all that. And um, we've also got, you know, like the Korean spicy chicken. And um, I think the teriyaki chicken is Korean as well. It's good stuff. Um, but Mr. Wang is uh, the husband. Yeah. Um, he has, uh, like, cooked, like, just, like, random other shit for us. Like his Kung Pao chicken? The Kung Pao chicken, man. That shit is good. Fire. I'd love to meet this man. He's, he's oh, an interesting fellow. Yeah, he's pretty interesting. His in- English is kind of limited. But, but he um, speaks Spanish really well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Really? <laughs> um, honestly. But um, they also who works with them is uh, their son, who's like in his 30s. Mm-hmm. He is like the manager of the business, basically. And he does all the like the... Like most of like the interactions, basically, with like English and all that. Because mm-hmm. he's pretty... 
he was raised in America, so he's yeah. fluent in English. And fluent in English. I'm pretty sure he knows a couple of other languages and shit like that. He's uh, bilingual he's like, for sure. Yeah, bilingual or multilingual. Um, we tried to learn a little Mandarin. Yeah, dude. Ganching means clean. I thought it was kanji. Nope. Ganching. Ganching. And, uh, All right. Wing Sao. Or no, no, no. Ching Sao means... Uh, Well, I don't know. I kind of blanked on that one. <laughs> I think you um, told me, like, G means, like, chicken. I'm probably, like, butchering it like crazy, yeah, like, yeah. the pronunciation. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I think as uh, as I go along working for these people, I'm going to try and, like, pick up as much Mandarin and, and or Korean or oh, whatever the awesome, dialect is. For sure, yeah, for, for sure. sure. So I know there was some talk about some plans for some casinos or something of the nature of that. Yeah, oh, man. Going to that a little bit. We were going to go to a couple up in Michigan and Tennessee, but we had to come back. Yeah. Um, um, next time we go out, we're definitely going to hit up a bunch. Sweet. Yeah, let's see. Like I, what I am uh, manifesting for myself is that I'm going to go and I'm not going to spend any more than 300 bucks, and I'm going to make somewhere between 15 and 30 grand. Be awesome. That would be awesome. Do you plan to do that on the roulette table? Poker. No. Poker. Okay. Poker. Okay. You're not okay, that good. So you're going to say man. blackjack or roulette? Poker. You're not that good at poker, man. Poker. No. You'd be surprised. I mean, so as far as poker goes, I mean, you do realize that they have like high tables you got to play, right? Like they got so much you got to. Yeah, there. You know, there's so much I have to put down, but. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll probably pick up one of the lower tables and yeah. just stack my money up and start from there. Yeah, well, you're I mean, gonna get lucky, man. I feel it. It's gonna I mean, happen. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I turned 21 in August, and I really <laughs> want to go to a casino. So I don't. I don't know if I know you want to go to Vegas. Well, I would love to go to Vegas, but I've been looking at uh, actually uh, Briar Casino. <laughs> Where's that at? West Virginia. Okay. So it's not very far from here. Hey. Um. Well, if. You, if that's something you decide you want to do, like on your birthday or whatever, yeah. dude. We're and down. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely I mean, down. Definitely down. I mean, like you know, I'm not. I, I don't have any like gambling addiction or anything like that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I definitely do like to gamble a little bit. Oh, same here. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I play cards about every day at work. Every day, <laughs> like, almost every day. <laughs> Oh, dude, at this last festival we were at, summer camp, mm-hmm. they had a tent called Frickin' Frack, where yep. you could play blackjack with anything but money. Really? So, like, they had pins up there, they had posters, clothes, I'm sure they had, you know, like, more expensive shit, too, mm-hmm. you know, like... Drugs. Probably rings. Yeah. I think you could gamble with weed. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I don't think you... I don't know. Speaking of weed, uh, you want to roll another joint? Yeah, man. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's good to live in the great state of Virginia. With these it beautiful is. mountains and this legalized weed. The one thing I'll have to say I do appreciate our our last governor for, you know, that that was a big one for me. Yeah, man. Dude, I mean, it's it's opened up a, an, an entirely new avenue for so many different people. Yeah, man. You know, it's going to help a lot of people with their pain, getting off of these fucking awful-ass opioids and yeah i think we have That's a bright future with to mess this. around with with opioids oh yeah man well something else that is really good to like get yourself off of opioids or any like highly addictive drug or anything like that is mushrooms mushrooms yeah psilocybin yeah mm-hmm. and like um, micro doses micro doses yeah. are even more beneficial to your brain than actual like trips yeah, I've heard of, of some people that, who were alcoholics and microdosed yes. shrooms and got away from alcohol. Exactly. Yeah, man. And it's good for PTSD, anxiety, depression. Like, there's, there's even... Th- oh, my bad. Sorry. There, there, there are so many fucking benefits to your mind and body from eating a, 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 a fucking like, slew of different types of mushrooms. Like lion's mane. Yeah, you man, I was get, just about to say. Yeah. You can get the same fucking... Um, like mental fucking like rewires your neurons the same way without the trip yeah exactly like you know um it, it basically from w- my understanding is that it expands your capacity for learning and intake of information and you don't even trip on it yeah no exactly wow 
so it's yeah. just beneficial and yeah like dude there are so many natural medicines out there that have just been suppressed because you can't make money on it like yeah and the big pharmaceutical companies yeah. don't want you to know about yeah, it because then because there goes their profit. To, they want you to buy their chemicals. Yep. Go to the doctor and get a prescription. Yeah. There's probably the cure for cancer out there in a plant. Well, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. I'm sure there is. Probably, it's probably it's probably in a fungi somewhere. It's oh, probably yeah. in something that all of us have Some access to. Yeah. You know. Um. Look, if a mass of mycelium can release enzymes and attract different animals and be responsible for the pollination and growth of different plants and creating an ecosystem they can easily revert and even fucking like stop cancer cells from forming well dude I mean I feel like they're definitely like a sentient intelligent thing yeah like cause I've read somewhere that you know the Japanese rail system in Tokyo was designed around um, slime mold, trying to exactly, find yeah. yeah, like trying to find the fastest route to its food. No, um, actually, I think what you're talking about is the slime mold experiment where they um, did a miniature map of the Tokyo rail system. And yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and then they, they designed had, it around uh, it, and they had like food in specific locations, and mm-hmm. the mold would like maneuver itself through the miniature Tokyo subway sy- system to find the food. Wow. That's kind of crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... There, there, there's much more to, like, plants and nature than we could ever even begin to understand right now. Mm-hmm. Or at least I believe, anyway. Oh, for sure. Oh, Same yeah, thing. absolutely. You know. I mean, nature's just amazing. Yeah. Dude. I mean, you know, like, plants are able to, like, change their own position to get more light from the sun like dude it's they're much more connected with like nature or like the universe just with the earth than we than we'll ever be for sure yeah well who knows what might happen in the next couple hundred years that's true i hope that humans drift back towards nature and the universe do you feel like there because was a point in time where we were very connected? Like fucking, yeah, if it, if Atlantis is real, dude, that would be it. They, were, I feel like they were like tech- technologically advanced, but in a way that was harmonious with nature. Yeah, Still the perfect efficient. balance yeah. between they, spirituality you know, and technology. Exactly. Exactly. Could one possibly make the assumption that the form of currency is what caused? the shift of things away from that kind of lifestyle dude i I don't know man there's there's always (laughs) a need for currency you know dude i i don't i'm not so sure dude i mean i mean think about it there was one point where it wasn't around like native americans i mean native Native americans they didn't have their own form well we'd have to give up cars and air conditioners and cell phones and Uh, there'd be a lot we would lose to go back to that kind of lifestyle maybe who knows maybe not maybe we could just trade for everything maybe maybe they can develop a way to create all of those things with fucking natural fucking products and and resources yeah but then you gotta think I mean, the only reason a company, I mean, the only reason you're getting a phone is because somebody's making money off of it. If not, that means you're going to have to buy it all yourself. I mean, do we I really mean, need phones? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. not. We but just then I need, guess one could say if we didn't we need, have phones, we wouldn't be here doing any of this. We need a yeah. much more simple way of communicating with one another. Smoke signals. Rocks that vibrate. No, dude, like maybe even like a fucking like, I don't know, say like. You got like a like a fucking wristband made out of hemp, and in the middle of it is like a quartz crystal or some shit like that, and like some type of mechanism, some type of technology that harnesses light, that is able to like receive information and project it up like above your wrist, some shit like that, all derived from the fucking earth or some shit like that. You know, that's just a cell phone with extra steps. <laughs> Maybe it's an old but, timey I mean, Apple Watch. Do we do we really like? I don't know. Maybe like when we're connected with the universe, we don't need a GPS. No, you're right. We don't need apps. I mean, we no. don't need. We don't need social, social media. media. No. Like the Aborigines can, you know, navigate the outback without any exactly, compasses or GPS. Exactly, dude. Right. Homing pigeons with their, you know, they know where north is. 
you know there's got to be something there's got to be something in our heads just the same that's been like fucking ingrained in us not even ingrained in us but been like fucking like there covered up by some type of fucking like chemical that's been put into our society or something they're calcifying our pineal glands with fluoride i mean at that point i mean if that is if y'all are saying that i mean at that point if that comes back would we actually become like let's say like a dog or a fish or a bird i mean they can't are you talking about reincarnation? Not, no, not, no, they can't not to talk. that point because there, there will always be the fucking like. I mean, that's the, what the sets us. That's what sets us separ- separate from them. Like we can do all that stuff. Our intelligence, yeah. yes, but there is still a connection with the universe that I feel like used to be there that we are lacking currently. Okay, I guess. Yeah. So. You know, well, I mean, humans a- will always be more intelligent than. Yeah. Than anything else, yeah. most and, of the other yeah, species on generally. our planet. Until we encounter aliens, yeah. Um, you know, fucking um, Iran, like they've got uh, species of apes using tools and shit now. Mm-hmm. They've uh, they've like captured images of it and shit like that, fishing with spears and all that yeah. shit, dude. Like that's evolution right before our eyes. It's amazing. Good one goes. I mean, maybe I can get your opinion on this. All of you. Let's just were to say the Englishmen and stuff, the settlers never found America. How, how inter- industrialized and how current with events do you think Dude. the natives would have been if we would have left them alone and let them discover things out for themselves? Where do you think they would be? Remember that Atlantean society I was talking about a few minutes ago? Right. I think it would be something similar to that today. Okay. Or they would just be the same because they're happy with the or way maybe. they live. Or maybe, but they would still be sustaining and perfectly fine. Right. Yeah, like, they're not hurting the earth. Exactly. What modern man does really hurts the earth. And some would argue that that is a better way of living. I guess it's all opportunity cost. Yeah. It's all in what you want to do, I guess. But personal preference. Mm -hmm. It'd be fun to go back in time and just be a fucking cowboy. Oh, absolutely. Until you got like typhus or whatever the fuck they die from. That's why you prepare for that and bring back some vaccines and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's certain things I didn't want to have they had. Be the Bill Gates of 1860. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, be the fucking Bill Gates of the 18th century. Yeah, be Bill Gates of the 18th century. (laughs) That or even like back in the day just before you had modern medicine and doctor's offices and stuff. Imagine being 12 years old and coming up with like chicken pox or really bad flu and this could mean the end of your life where nowadays it's like, well, we'll just take you to the emergency room and we'll have you back home feeling good in the bed tonight where back then <laughs> yeah. it was like this could be the end of my life at 12 years old I mean, you know there or that, you break your arm like right. breaking your arm was probably you know one of the worst things that could happen back then i think leg. about that like all the fucking time as well like you know like where would we be without modern medicine but i, I you know i feel like incorporating medicine or like deriving your medicine from nature can have the same benefits if not a better benefit yeah you know um it'll be hard to create all the fucking like imaging technology that we've had created like the cat scans and x-rays and all that like with just you would have the resources we got got here with like a hemp cord and a crystal on our wrist yeah dude exactly you know we couldn't do that with, with that I mean, we might be able to. Who fucking knows when you harden like the vibrations of the universe and shit like that, dude? So you're saying that the universe has like its own like yeah, that's constant, scientifically constant, proven thing. Constant vibrations, dude. And like you know, Nikola Tesla used to fucking like experiment with like mm-hmm. trying to fucking like um match that vibration to try and like harness like the power exactly. he could shake a whole bridge with like a little box that you can hold in your hands just by matching the resonant frequency of the bridge yeah. or the building or and if you look at the sonic weapons they have now in the military where they can just aim them at you and you start getting like uncomfortably hot like i have to move right now all that is is vibrations and sound and, and really what it like comes down to if you can't really understand like how it's happening it's like dealing with the vibrations and the atoms and shit like that 
Because the only thing that determines the state of, you know, solid, liquid, or gas is how fast the atoms of a certain material are vibrating, you know? Yeah. And that has its own certain frequency. Hmm. I bet if you put the right frequency onto this house, you could probably fucking turn it into fucking dust just like that. Yeah, wow. Now, do earthquakes mess with frequency? Do I, they... I don't know. Not really sure, personally. They mm. have their own frequency at which they occur, like yeah. the waves of the earth. Do you think that's what causes structures and stuff to weaken and fall down, is oh, maybe yeah. frequency? Yeah, the vibrations maybe. Maybe. from, you know, just the planet, just micro cracks and okay. tiny damage yeah. over time But now that things. I think about it, like, now that we're talking about it, if there was, like, a way... To develop our structures to where they could like naturally fucking like adjust to those frequencies when they feel them. Well, they they already do that kind of. Really? I mean, they they you gotta adjust like a lot of the buildings you know on the fault in California. Right. They right, they have right. like hydraulic arms that'll keep Whoa, them. Whoa! Let's see. That's a little bit different. Kind of than what I was talking about. Yeah. But. I mean, you know, same idea, kind of. For sure. Well, fellas, uh, you know, we've been chatting here for a little while. We're uh, about an hour and ten in, and I guess we're going to let Caleb play us another tune here and end us out. And we'll always, of course, do a part two. You guys go out again and do a few more events and come back and tell some more stories, man. It's been fantastic. We've had a a fucking blast. I've had a big blast. But uh, go ahead and uh, pick us a tune there, Caleb. We'll be glad to come out again. Do a part two. Appreciate y'all.